Hello, and welcome to the FinBiz 2030 Building Resilience podcast series. This episode features highlights from the Climate Change Global Leadership Local Action webinar, hosted by Emma Bell and Jolien Layard Horsfall. In this episode, we hear from One Young World Ambassador Angelique Popineau, Chief Executive of the Seychelles Conservation and Climate Adaptation Trust. Greetings, everyone. Greetings from the Seychelles. Um, and it's good to hear from you in terms of your um, views of how things are going. Um, we do need to aim for that 1.5, but I hope my intervention will give you a little bit more um, confidence that uh, things are going in the right direction, but also that you can definitely be part of that transformation of, of the world. So I'm from a small island developing state um, in the middle of the Indian Ocean. 115 uh, scattered um, across 1.35 million kilometers square of ocean. So in reality, we are 99% ocean and 1% land. We're only 90,000 people on this uh, precious, and we're hard hit by the effects of climate change. And these vary. Imagine we're threatened by sea level rise, extremely common with more and more frequent storm surges. Uh, the roads, uh, the houses, the tourism establishment, all our infrastructure are actually located uh, uh, next to the shore. And it's, it's quite the sight, or it's becoming even a more frequent sight to wake up every day and finding sand has been, is now covering the roads because the, the, the storm surges, the ocean is bringing so much onto the land. And we anticipate there will be more erosion, um, salination, cultural land, threatening food security. Um, and the, the area that I'm uh, working closely with is the ocean. Um, and the ocean is heavily threatened by the effects of climate change. Uh, we have uh, ocean warming, ocean acidification, all dissolving the coral reefs that we, we so much need. And the coral reefs not only protect our shorelines from, from that very erosion that we've been talking about, but also provides a habitat for a lot of the ecosystems that A, provides us with um, a source of food, livelihoods, you know, people are going out fishing. Um, but in addition to that, an, an economic pillar um, so many people come to the Seychelles to visit um, our coral reefs and the biodiversity that lives there. But in addition to the economy, and I, I, I like speaking to a finance crowd here, um, in relation to the, the economy, we have because of the temperature of the waters are actually moving, we're seeing that fish that we typically depend on for as a, a driver of, of our economy it's actually migrating to cooler latitudes. So what that means is the vessels will follow the fish, of course, um, and the port services that we offer in the Seychelles will no longer be used, uh, significantly hitting our, um, our core economy. And this has happened in the past when we've had El Nino effects, and we're seeing because of climate change, El Nino effects are becoming more frequent. So... These are all impacts that small islands like the Seychelles have to deal with. 
But I want to share a little bit about my story before I get to um, where I am now, which is working for a funds manager. So the Seychelles Conservation and Climate Adaptation Trust manages money. So we manage funds. Um, I, I'm a lawyer by profession. And um, like exactly what Kate said, you know, what do you do as a hobby on the side? You don't need to become sort of climate change expert. It's, it's where it starts. Um, so I, I'm a corporate lawyer, very much dealing with commercial cases, corporate clients. Um, but on the side, I was running a youth-led development NGO. And these were my weekends, um, cleaning this, campaigning for bans of plastic bags. Uh, those were my day-to-day, -day. well, my weekends. Uh, during the day, I was doing something completely different. Uh, and then I decided to um, specialize, essentially to marry my profession and my passion and, and specialize in environmental law. And that's where I moved uh, into uh, the finance world as well. So at the Seychelles Conservation and Climate Adaptation Trust, we call it SACAT, we manage proceeds of blended finance. Blended finance, and some of you may know, is when you get, you get public and private funding coming together, because this is important um, to have that partnership if we're really going to address the issue. Governments will not be able to do this alone. Private sector will not be able to do this alone. We're going to need to bring that PPP, and I add an additional P, so public, private, and people partnership in order to achieve this. Um, so these proceeds are being managed by us, and we channel them to projects that fund action, climate action, ocean conservation, and blue economy. Um, and this varies from rehabilitation of mangroves, um, education and awareness about climate change, building resilient livelihoods by um, putting a value to the ecosystem services that a lot of our nature is, that a lot of nature is providing to us. Um, at the moment, we're currently looking at the valuation of seagrass meadows, um, seagrass absorbs carbon from the air, and that is a global ecosystem service that the seagrass meadows of Seychelles is providing to, um, to the world. So those are all ways in which we can channel the funds to actually be used to, see to build resilience and to see these transformative um, climate action take place. So just to, to bring it together, there's a need to bridge science, policy, and finance. Most often times we talk about ambition and we talk about it in terms of action and that's really important, but it cannot come without finance. You, you, you really reach a difficult place if you don't have the finance there. Um, and as financiers or as accountants or people supporting financiers, you can really be a trendsetter because you've got the power of finance. You can set the pace. You do not have to be a follower. You can set the pace. Um, but of course, remember, there's a lot to learn from the community. You've got to work with people. You've got to work with those who, who have a, the expertise and understanding. So you really bridge the gap. This is not about doing it all alone, right? We need to come together and bridge those, those gaps. Um, and I just want to end here. I know I'm a bit over time, but just to say that I'm a lawyer who um, does... Uh, management of funds for uh, ocean conservation. And I, I sure know, I do don't know what I would do without my accountant. 
So um, <laughs> just to let you know, you're all very valuable. Um, and it's uh, making sure that we are using our skills um, towards the much needed um, transformations that we need to see in our, for our world. Thank you. To hear more podcasts or to find out more about FinBiz 2030, go to finbiz2030.com. Join the conversation using hashtag FinBiz2030. FinBiz2030 is a joint initiative between One Young World and Chartered Accountants Worldwide. This podcast is produced by Big Top Multimedia. The original webinar series was produced by Be There Productions and Big Top Multimedia. Special thanks to Pexels.com. Pexels.com